Hi there, this is Harry. Welcome back to Advanced English Lessons with Harry, where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language, to help you with your conversational skills, your business English skills, interview skills, whatever your goals are, we're here to help. And for those of you and your friends or family who want one-to-one -one lessons, well, you know what to do. Just get in touch, www.englishlessonviaskype.com, and you can apply for a free trial lesson, and we'd be very happy to hear from you and very happy to help you. And today's advanced English lesson, we're looking at the theme of love. This is the month of February, and it's always gifts of chocolates and flowers, romantic meals for two around St. Valentine's Day. Of course, love should be in the air all year round, but they focus particularly in February. Of course, it's very commercial, but it's a really good opportunity to demonstrate to those close to you why you love them and hold them so dearly to your heart. So I thought we'd concentrate on that particular theme today. So we've got 14 different ways to say I love you. Some of these you can use directly with your loved ones, others you'd use in conversations with your friend about other friends who have fallen madly in love with somebody, okay? And if you're like me, you go back to the Beatles music in the, the 60s and the 70s, one of their famous songs was Okay, so it's always been there and it continues to be a popular theme today. Okay, so number one, I'm mad about you. So this is a very common and informal way to express your love for somebody. So it's not mad and crazy and you, you need to go and see a doctor. It's just mad, crazy, you can't think of anything else. You can't think about anybody else. You don't want to be with anybody else. So I'm mad about you. So this is something that builds up over a period of time and somebody realizes this is their person, this is their better half, this is their other half, yeah? So I'm mad about you. I love everything about you. So it's a nice way to express your feelings. I love everything about you. So it's not just the way you look, it might be the way you talk, the way you smile, the way you laugh, <laughs> little gestures you make, little actions that you, you have. So I love everything about you. And of course, this is always the way we feel in the very early days of romance. But I love everything about you is a nice general sweep up, gather everything together to say there's nothing about you that I don't like. I love everything about you. Somebody has fallen for somebody. So, oh, we're talking uh, in the coffee shop with our friends. And he said, oh, have you been talking to Michael recently, we haven't seen him. Oh, I think I, he's fallen in love again. I think he's fallen for that girl in the seventh grade, or he's fallen for that girl in the computer department, or he's fallen for that girl he used to talk about all the time that he met on the bus or the tram. So when somebody has fallen for somebody, it means that he has fallen in love, or she has fallen in love, or they are what they called in the old days, smitten by somebody, S-M-I-T-T-E-N. So they are smitten. So they are really overtaken by love. So he has fallen for that girl that he used to talk about. Remember when we uh, were meeting up the, a couple of months ago, he was talking about this girl he had seen on the, the tram and he wasn't sure whether he would go and talk to her. So he seems to have fallen for her. 
a very old expression, but it's still used today. You see it in a lot of books, besotted by. Yeah? When somebody is besotted by somebody, it means they are completely infatuated with them. They are completely under the spell. They can't think about anybody else. They can't uh, talk about anybody else. They are completely besotted by. Now, when we use besotted by, it generally means that the love is only in one direction. It doesn't mean the love is going to come back in the other direction. So there can be disappointments around the corner in relation to that particular expression. So to be besotted by somebody is just completely, utterly, totally in love with. So when he's trying to study his looking out of the window, thinking about where he will take her, what they will do together. So completely and utterly besotted. The schoolboy or schoolgirl who writes the name of this latest crush on their copybooks or their workbooks or their school bag or even on their desk. This is the example of somebody who's completely and totally besotted by somebody else. And that comes to the next expression, which is about crush. To have a crush on somebody is usually from a distance. Yeah? So often the person that you have a crush on doesn't really know it until you tell them, of course, or somebody else tells them. So, you know, it can ha happen where a younger person has a crush on an older person. So it could be somebody having a crush on a neighbor or a crush on somebody they see in the supermarket or wherever it might be. It's usually there's a, an age difference and it's a lot of the time first love. So girl has a crush on her piano teacher because he's, you know, really cool guy, plays amazing music, has long hair, funky glasses, you know, and he's a real, real cool individual. So she's got a bit of a crush on him. It will pass because that's what happens with crushes. They last for a certain period of time and then after a while they disappear. Okay, so to have a crush on somebody, to be attracted, but it's not necessarily something that's going to be returned. Okay, so, so it's a usual, usually in one direction only. Number six, when somebody makes your toes curl up. Yeah, so just, you know, when they kiss you, you feel this tingle throughout your body. You feel a, an amazing sensation. So that can be an, an understanding that it's not just a friendly kiss. It's a romantic kiss or a kiss with great feeling that makes your toes curl so your feet curl up at the edges and you feel whoa all sorts of shivery and goosebumps all over your body yeah so a nice feeling of the first love and the next one number seven if somebody asks you well how much do you love me you keep telling me that you love me how much do you love me i love you to the moon and back Wow, that's far. That's a long, long distance. Yes, I love you to the moon and back. So somebody's trying to express in words how they feel about a particular boy or girl or woman or man in their life. And this is their way of saying, yes, I love you in so many different ways. And I love you forever. I love you to the moon and back. We can also say, I love you to bits. This is a very good British English expression. I love you to bits, which means nothing in particular. It doesn't have any particular meaning, but I think it really does refer to every bit of you. It doesn't matter what we're talking about, your hair, your look, your smile, your ears, your toes, your fingers. I love you to bits. Okay. All right. Okay. So number eight, and this is a, an expression where usually would be between 
uh, friends talking about other friends or between parents talking about their kids. Uh, so we use the expression, he or she has got it bad. Okay, so it means that they are really, really deeply in love. I haven't seen Jonathan like this for a long, long time. I mean, he's had lots of girlfriends through university in the last couple of years, but I've never seen him behave like this with a girl. He's really got it bad. So when he's got it bad means he's deeply in love. Yeah, perhaps this is the one. We've all been waiting for the time when Jonathan announced that he was going to get married. Perhaps this is it. Yeah, we'll just have to wait. He seems to have it really bad. So he's deeply in love with this particular person. When we're in love, we have a great feeling of satisfaction. And when we're in love, we feel as if there can be no problems in the, in the world. And we often use the expression walking on air. So walking on air seems to imply that our feet don't touch the ground. We've got that little bit of a bounce in our step. No problems that we can see. You know, we're just floating, yeah? Floating on air, walking on air. So it gives this uh, impression of complete relaxation, total happiness with what we've got and what we found or the person with whom we have found that particular love. So to be walking on air. A more informal way to reflect that we are in love with somebody when we say they've got the hots for somebody. Yeah? And when they've got the hots for somebody, it means, yeah, they're really attracted to them. Yeah? So boys and girls in the school canteen can be talking about one of the guys in the class who's got the hots for another girl in another class. So he's got the hots for some of the, the girls on the volleyball team or the he's got a hot the hots for the girl who's gone to the other school that they they meet from time to time so when you're talking about somebody having the hots for somebody it means really passionately in love or they feel that they are passionately in love at the time yeah so passion is about hot-blooded individuals so when you've got the hots for somebody it's really an exciting time in your life we can also have our eye on somebody, not quite reflecting the same sort of passion as having the hots for somebody, but when you have your eye on somebody, it means you've identified somebody literally uh, who you think is interesting or you think is attractive or you think that you'd like to get to meet. Yeah, so we can be talking about Claire and uh, the parents are saying, yeah, I think she's got her eye on somebody because she's been buying a bit of makeup recently. She's taken more care about her clothes. You know, she used to wear those very loose clothes that I didn't like, but she seems to be taking more care about the style. She seems to be going to bed earlier and also spending lots and lots of time texting somebody. And when I ask, I always get, no, it's okay. None of your business. So Claire has obviously got her eye on somebody or perhaps she has had her eye on somebody for a, a long time and now she's getting more interested or he is getting more interested in her so she's taking a bit of extra special care on her appearance and spending long nights in her room texting and texting and texting and you can hear the ping 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 of the mobile phone okay so have your eye on somebody
Now we can win somebody's heart, yeah? So how do we win somebody's heart? Well, perhaps we have had our eye on somebody for a long time, but our love is, as they call it, unrequited. It's not returned and we're not quite sure what we have to do to try and make the other person interested in us. Maybe we have to do something gallant. Maybe we have to do something Superman-like or we have to try and impress the other person so that they will take an interest in us. So that's what we mean by to try to win somebody's heart. And of course, Valentine's Day and the period around Valentine's Day is an ideal opportunity for that. People used to send anonymous notes or anonymous cards and uh, with a little bit of poetry or some lines with guess who so they might be able to try and work out who exactly it is or was who's trying to win their heart okay so this is all the little tricks around valentine's day you do some act of gallantry and before you know it you've won her over you've won somebody's heart so to win someone's heart is to get them to feel the same way about you as you do about them okay and then we have to be crazy about somebody well we at the very beginning we mentioned to be mad about someone so this is something similar to be crazy about someone just means nothing else is on your mind yeah so everything you do everything you write Everything you talk about in particular is about that particular person, him or her. And you drive other people crazy talking about it when you say, oh, would you for God's sake stop? Or would you just go and do something, ring him or write to her or meet her or do something? But you're, you're driving us all crazy. So she or he is crazy about someone. Okay. And then finally, we have this expression which you find in a song, I think, by John Paul Young called Love is in the Air. Love is in the air, every sight and every sound. Love is in the air. Yeah, so love is in the air. So when love is in the air, well, of course, this is the period of, as I said, St. Valentine's Day and love is all around us. Love is in the air and people have that great feeling. They want to go out with each other for a very quiet evening. They would like to get that nice bunch of roses or flowers, or they would just want to get a simple card with a little bit of chocolate. Some little reflection, some little idea, some little gesture that means somebody is thinking about them at that particular time. So love is in the air. Very, very famous song, as I said, by I think John Paul Young, and it all goes back to the late 1970s, if I'm correct, maybe 79, 80, something like that. So you, if you don't know the song, you should uh, look it up on Spotify. Really, really good to have in, in the car at this time of the year. Really something good to, to listen to, something that will lift your heart and lift your spirits. Okay, so there we have 14 particular ways to say I love you or to talk about love in this season of love. Yes, as the Americans say, the season of love. So hopefully you, you enjoy this season of love, the love theme that we have for our particular lesson today, our advanced English lesson, 14 different ways to say I love you. Okay, so, well, thank you indeed. I won't say I love you, but thank you indeed for all of you, your attention. Okay, so this is Harry thanking you for watching, for listening. Enjoy Valentine's and join me again soon.